Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Dream Stream. I am your host, Yiska Cook, here with my fellow dream worker and friend, Ellen Ronis. And I want to start this podcast by sharing some really sad news, which is that our dream brother, which I always call him on the podcast, Brendan Merritt, has passed on. And I think around the solstice, the winter solstice, he died. And it's been really harsh uh, for the community who loved him. He had so many, so many uh, people that loved slash love him. And I just want to honor him with you, Ellen, because you did dream work with him also. So shocking, really. I, I mean, it was very shocking when you you gave me that yeah. phone call, and um, yeah, just made his spirit fly free. I think he really struggled. You know, he really struggled in life. I mean, I didn't didn't know him that well. Um, I I always really liked. I mean, I only did dream work with him a couple times, but I really appreciated listening to you, the two of you, do yes. dream work together. I think yes. he was very brilliant um, in yes. his way and. And wise, knowledgeable. Um, yeah, I feel like he was like a true. What would you call it? A Fubador. wizard. No, like I really saw him a as bard. a wizard. Because he oh, always a wizard. That, he was know, all the, of these things. He was like a a male witch, <laughs> whatever you call yeah. that. Wizard. A warlock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. He had he that very special. Yeah, and there was also sort of a. Dark, there was a darkness to him, I, f- I okay. felt. Um, yeah, and, yeah, there was a lot of hardship in his life. Yeah, yeah, he struggled and, um, with himself. And I yeah, think I wasn't. Community, like he was looking for community always and yes. looking for people to help him when he was not well. And I think that yes. was a real struggle for him. Yes. So, I, yeah. yeah, he, um, such a good man, you know, and he, really struggled with diabetes for much of his adult life. And um, I wasn't shocked when I heard that he had passed on because I knew he was really battling with um, with his health. He had just uh, been diagnosed with RSV, a respiratory disease that can be fatal. And, um, and then a, a friend in common, that used to go to his house and and help him out, let me know. She said, you know, Brendan's dying. And me, Miss Pollyanna, you know, to not say, oh, but he might, you know, I didn't, I didn't say any of that. Like, oh, he might be okay, which one might expect. I would like gloss it over. I just took it in. I was like, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I mean, I knew he struggled with his health, but I didn't know how severely Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, at the end of this podcast, um, my friend Lisa Shashkin and I, mostly her, <laughs> recite the Mourner's Kaddish, which is a Jewish prayer um, to honor the dead. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tag that on to the end of our podcast. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and one thing I'm going to want to do with you, Miss Artist, is um, one thing I noticed, I was telling you 
from listening to the podcast, I'm, I'm hearing some loose ends that like the door was open, but we didn't pursue it. And I want to really talk about um, surrealistic painters and, and surrealist, um, I don't know, actors, I guess. I mean, certain movies can be with the theme of surrealism. I don't know that they're surrealistic actors. But as far as painters, he was likening it to dreams. It's kind of fantastical images. <clears throat> and I want to know if you have any thoughts on that. I remember listening to that podcast recently. Um, yeah, I don't, um, it's funny, surrealism is not an art that I um, take to that, you know, it's not one of my favorite styles, but I uh -huh. really, yeah, just visually speaking, but um, I really do appreciate it. I mean, so I, for some reason, the word collage just came to me, like Beautiful. it's almost like this collage of different fun, you know, yeah. dream image images. And it is really like dreamy and, 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 you know, weird, <laughs> I say, yeah. quotes, you know, to our waking life. But uh, I, first of all, and I actually am not remembering the name of the artist, but it's, when you say it, I'm going to be like, of course, uh, the melting clocks. Salvador Dali. Dali. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's, um, he's the one that pops into my mind. Though, so I, can't sure. I know there are others, but um, right. so, so I can't speak to, in, in, you know, intellectually about Okay. Particular artist, but I can just say, like, yes, it does feel very dreamy. Yes. Um, the yes. imagery is very, you know, where, like, if we're going to look at the melting clock, but even other things where, like, time and structure have a yes. have a very different, um, uh, what would I say? Are just are very different, different. from waking life. You know, <laughs> yes, like just. Our, our sense of time here and waking life is very particular, yes. you know, it's, it's like yes. a construct that we sort of made up because it's, because we needed to make something up to create a, a kind of a structure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. You know, the way that there are, there are, um, yeah. Uh, well, um, and then there's the times you really notice it when for instance, this year when Hanukkah is so much earlier than Christmas, but sometimes we celebrate them together in some years, and it's just different, different uh, planetary <laughs> ways to mark yeah. the time. You know, well, the and sun or the moon. There's that, right? Yeah. There's that, but there's also like I can't think of the terminology about you know different. Um, uh, um, parallel like parallel universe kind of thing yeah yes right like who knows what's going on on another you know it's, exactly it's, I can't really wrap my brain around it you know I'm very you know scientific in a certain way but yes um, but I, I do believe that that's possible you know that that there yeah. is... parallel universes yeah yeah I think I think it could be but I similarly can't wrap my mind around it <laughs> yeah yeah, you know, where there are melting clocks and weird things on ladders going into nowhere. And yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, it yes. really does actually feel now that you're oh, you know, right. bringing it up like that. It's very, it's very dream, dreamy, very dream and logistic. Uh, Escher, Escher, what's Escher. the name of Escher? Escher, Escher. Yeah. Escher. When yeah. you said the ladders, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes. Right, <laughs> the birds turning into a fish or whatever. Yeah, very cool. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. What what were you guys saying about it on on the podcast? Is no, there... he was just opening up a, an avenue for discussion, <laughs> saying, "Oh, similarly with this surrealist art," and I didn't walk down that path with him. And I yeah. just I re I regretted that. I would love to have yeah. heard what he had to Aww. say about that. Yeah, good. Well, yeah. I'm glad we could continue that a little bit. Yes. Hmm. And if you don't mind. There's uh, two other things I'd like to continue. I used to do this all the time in old podcasts, you know, one through 50 or something, where we did um, continuity, <clears throat> the next podcast from the one before, because of course things will continuously come to light. But um, then I realized people are not listening to these consecutively. You know, people are listening to like the title that catches their attention or whatever, but it's it's probably not consecutively. So um, the only things I wanted to say was, um, I was talking about my maternal grandfather and I was, I was considering him an odd man because he was, <laughs> but, um, but I, then I remembered after he died, I remembered I had a dream about him. And he was he was meditating, but levitating, sitting in the lotus position. I think even full lotus, <laughs> you know, and um, he was, so he was meditating and levitating and he had a wrap around his head like a Sikh. And I thought, oh, I didn't, really ever see this part of my grandfather. And so I found a lot of interest and intrigue in him and I didn't want to discount him like that because I remember that dream. And he mm. was always very kind. Mm. He's just a little impatient. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe sometimes when we dig a little deeper can see what's what this what the soul is about it rather than the personality right yes yeah but when they're close to us it's hard to see you know our family yeah. especially yes. the closer you are the more you see just the superficial personality because that's what comes out on a daily basis but right. yeah well that's beautiful that you can um kind of sink in to that part of him yeah I was I was so mind. glad and then I thought I need to speak it because yeah 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 is there any conclusion that you're coming to about it um well we got to my grandfather because i was having dreams that evoked my great grandmother my grandfather's mother nana jenny and um and so i was thinking i was she was i was having all these dreams about her like does she want so then i decided because we all know that i'm doing the work in the imaginal realm and I decided, oh, maybe Jenny wants to be in my ancestors' place of healing, you know? And, and then I thought, because one of the things I'm working on is posture and actually strength in my core. And I thought maybe she was, you know, a, a dancer or cheerleader, I don't know. But then I found out not so. And I had made a joke to Brendan, um, he had asked about her in, in that session and I made a quip like, well, I said, she's trying out, 
she's auditioning, not auditioning, but she's trying out to be like the person who helps me with my posture. And she was auditioning. And then I, and then I tried out and then I didn't think that's what she was there for. And then I tried out an, another deceased loved one who sits on my council of deceased loved ones. And, um, and she didn't quite work. So I have added Isadora Duncan <laughs> to my council and thusly to the healing space. That's great. If anyone can get me to be like in my body, feel my body. So, and the, the only good news that I have about Brendan's passing is that he's now sits on my imaginal realm mm. council mm. Of, of wisdom holders. Mm. So it's really my, my own way. I guess that's why we believe what we do. It's our own ways to cope. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's beautiful. So what about dreams, my friend? Well, I had a really disturbing dream last night. I had been having some dreams, but um, this one is like, oof. Um, something about like, I'm at a party. Um, I don't know where the party is. It's just indoors somewhere, a party. And it's my, a lot of my family is there, my siblings. And I think my mom maybe is there too. And, um, and there's this big like tidal wave that comes in just like a tsunami. And it just kind of goes into the house, over the house, into the house. And it sweeps away my brother and sister-in-law and their dog who is, deceased but in the dream was not I think it was Riley the dog um and you know I was like oh my god desperate and trying to like swim and find them and I just had to let it go I had to let go like that they were gone they were just gone yes. <clears throat> and that's the whole dream and I woke up oh. um like just you know horrified <laughs> just horrified um yeah just I don't know um, I do. I do know, actually. I mean, actually, I do. Know. I think I do too. <laughs> you do? Okay. Well, I have a sense, just like no. Right only now. if it was. I have my own projection. I'm not right. saying. Of I course. Know. Of course. Well, I will say a reality check. <laughs> yeah. One of Robert Moss's questions in the lightning dream work. You know, um, I'll reality check myself here. Um, my my sister in law has health issues. I mean, she's got some um, autoimmune things. She's actually doing pretty well, but you know, she's got some pretty serious issues. And my brother's having some financial issues. And so, um, you know, I'm not going to get too, too into that. It's personal, but um, I think I'm just worried about them. I'm okay. just wor really, really worried about them. And I, I think they'll be fine, you know, but I, I can feel like, yeah. And also it's the holiday time. And even though we're sort of over it, thankfully, I know. <laughs> I don't particularly like holiday thing but um I guess I just the family is more on my mind you know like what family means to me and how much they mean to me but also I feel like um they don't reach out very much to me at all and yes. at, at all and when we connect it's very nice but it's very seldom and it's usually me reaching out to them um and I did reach out to them and I didn't reach back and you know so I think I'm having a lot of a lot of feelings 
not my relationship with them. I ask, is this your younger brother or your older brother? Yeah, I only have one brother and he's younger. Okay. Um, no, I wasn't, I wasn't suggesting you have brothers on either side of you. I just was wondering which side of you he was on. He's younger. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I was just going to say when I was kind of joking, oh, I kind of know what it is too. I, I don't, of course, I didn't know the details, but to me, it feels like I feel overwhelmed with my relationship with my brother and his wife. You know, I, that I'm overwhelmed with emotion. Mm -hmm. but, you know, that's my yeah. projection. Yeah, I mean, definitely that the the water, you know, element, and in my dream life, and I know many's many others as well. It is it is usually about emotion. Um, yeah, I know the ocean. I know, like, and I've had I've had tsunami dreams before. Yes. Um, and one that I can remember particularly is that I'm standing on a shore, and yes. it's kind of a beautiful. A very beautiful beach somewhere and this big giant thing's coming i am not afraid i'm just like wow you're not afraid awesome no okay and I, and I don't get i don't you know the thing just comes up over me and i've never actually experienced so much peace in my life when this big giant wave is over me and i feel sort of i don't know nestled in to it or unexpected that's like sort of an unexpected reaction it's an unexpected reaction. Tidal wave. And and so, and I've had other dreams with waves and tidal, you know, well, of course, tons of dreams with water. And you know, sure. so yeah, I don't anyway, I don't know what that actually meant. I just know that my response and my feeling was like, wow, that is so cool. And I feel good. I feel like I'm gonna be okay. And then I don't actually know if the if the wave comes over me or not. I don't remember it that. Yeah, I just remember that coming up over me and just feeling like, whoa, this is May so I cool. ask, yeah, what time in your life was that dream? That's a great question. And I want to follow that up with something else. Um, that was a long time ago, but I wasn't a kid. I was definitely an adult. I mean, I'm going to say, I don't know, 30s, 40s, 50s, maybe, you know, wasn't like really recent. It was definitely quite some number of years ago. And the follow-up to that is that I have a very special little person in my life. Um, my, my friend Tara's daughter, Maya, um, <clears throat> who is now my God, almost nine years old. She's not as little a person as she used she's to not be. a little, you know, I <laughs> saw her being born and now she's almost nine, but anyway. Um, <clears throat> and she recently, we were on the phone together and she just randomly started sharing dreams. I didn't ask her. I don't even know if she knows that I'm a person who like explores dreams. So she told me about this dream where she's on the beach and there's this big giant wave. Um, she might've even called it a tsunami. She's very, very smart. <laughs> this yeah. girl, like frightening. Doesn't surprise me. Her parents are both like on the genius level yes. um, oh, God. <laughs> so it kind of makes sense that she would be too but you know sure. she's used, she uses very like um you know sophisticated words and things anyway and she said yeah she said my dad was on the beach um and he was 
I think she said he was fixing the toaster or something. He was fixing something very practical, like in the kitchen, but he was on the beach. Okay. But he was like distracted by that. Okay. And she sees this wave. And, and I think she said the wave hits, but she doesn't get hurt. Okay. And I, it just, um, I think I was just like, wow, that's interesting. Like I've had that dream too. I think I might have had that dream. It's one of those, I guess it's a, I guess it's one of those theme dreams. Like yeah. people have, yes. like flying. Well, and it's it's the time of climate change. So in this time of climate change, you know, maybe we're all dreaming of disasters or, you know, possible. We see these things happening around us. But like I wonder COVID. if. Yeah, I mean, that is certainly Everything. a possibility, right? Like there's just disasters absolutely everywhere and climate yeah. is creating things like tsunamis and stuff like that. But I kind of wonder if we're going to look at it in terms of what we know, what we sort of, you know, one of the things that we kind of know about the dream world and the symbology, although symbology is whatever you make of it. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, water can mean the mother nurturing emotion right like yes. so if that is emotion and it's like this big giant thing of emotion you know or you're something yeah. I it's just it would be fun to explore it on that level I think you know yeah. that, you know that I don't get hurt or I don't get you know but in exactly. this dream that I recently had people did get you know people did. yeah so you know I don't know and I woke up feeling very emotional so very okay. oh God, okay, again, there's the emotions. Yeah. So it, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm saying. I'm just kind of riffing, I guess, on it all. Yeah, no, it's very mm. powerful imagery. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, have you, I'm just curious now that we're talking about climate change, have you also dreamed about any other natural disaster, like a landslide or a hurricane or um, tornado? Not really. Not that I can really remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, really. I'm not, I'm not remembering natural disaster dreams either. No. I Although don't I have to say, around 9-11, <clears throat> I, I did have a dream <clears throat> that um, you know, Muslim pilots like like did something. It wasn't with the buildings, but there was some um bad behavior <laughs> that mm. was being done politically mm. and it was and so that I, that was as close as I came some people came much closer in dreaming the scene at the scenario you know than I but um but it was a similar theme <clears throat> you know what I think it was do you remember the time um I think it's when I'm not sure if it's Russia that um was fighting with Chechnya and um, there was a beautiful child that um, looked like like the the horrors of war were on his face. You know, he was dirty. He was, and I just it just that image really stuck with me. That was right around the time of nine eleven. Also, mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I seem to remember around that time actually having. Um, some kind of war dreams like yeah scenarios right. like that but not natural disasters but that makes sense right I mean that was just like whoa <laughs> that was but, but yeah and and I it's sort of surprising to me that 
I haven't had any wildfire dreams or yeah 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 nope well you know sometimes it's been said in the dream world to me anyway that um if we're if something is happening on the waking level of life you know something is whether it's your own you're processing something in your life and you're doing, you're really doing the emotional and psychological and psychic work around it that you often won't dream about it because you're actually, the light has, is being shown on it already. You're already with working that. it. And it's when there's something that's just under the surface. That's why I'm wondering about this dream with my, with my, my sibling, my brother and, yeah, and sister-in-law and who I love dearly, both of them, you know, and the dog, the dog is kind of interesting. The dog's already passed so you know and I'm not sure if it was that dog but just yeah I'm I'm curious to know if you have any more hits on that um, yeah I, I feel uh, in <laughs> one way if it's my dream the dog is making it um less scary because mm-hmm. if the dog is already pre-deceased <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the dog is there it makes it he in my projection makes it less scary because you know, it's almost like I don't believe that death is an end. And I think that, um, you know, there's more. There's a lot more journeying that goes on beyond the physical body. And um, I just feel like the dog being there is reminding me that. Hmm. So scary, hmm. scared as this imagery might be for me, you know, I, I feel... Um, I feel assuaged, <laughs> comforted. Yeah, that's interesting. Where the dog, if the dog is 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 on the other side, right? right. Already, yeah. it's almost like pulling them. You know, come. It's okay. Come. come. It yes. didn't feel like that, to be honest. But okay. I like that. I like that as a, <laughs> as a thought, as an option. Yeah. You know. Um, um, yeah. 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 So the one other way I think of deep waters is the unconscious mind. So if I'm not thinking of it as emotional, but thinking I'm being overcome by what's not conscious. Oh, I like that. That actually made just like a chills. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I sort of forgot that also it's unconscious. I kind of right. go to the emotional. Right. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. um, was there any sense of where the tsunami happened? What ocean, what beach? No, it was, we were like in an, in a house or in an apartment or something. So it's, it was weirdly random, you know, that this would happen. It didn't feel like we were at a beach or an ocean. Did it um, feel like being in Thailand or like being in, a, no, in California? I, I had no idea. Okay. I mean, it felt normal, like ordinary. So it could have been Long Island where I grew up or sure. like anywhere. It could have really sure. been anywhere. Sure. Yeah. 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 I felt like an apartment somehow, not a house. Um, yeah, I do. And I do have the sense that there's something under the surface with me. Cause I, and I, yeah, like, I think it's partly what's interrupting my sleep and creating a lot of tension in my, my physical body. Um, that's that I'm like, what is this? It's a, is it a fear? There's a kind of an anxiety and a fear. And of course, you know, the world is what it is and would make sense, but it isn't it isn't a feeling that I've been having overall. I mean, I have moments of anxiety and moments of depression and moments of what the, you know, mm-hmm. you know what, 
Um, <laughs> but but this this is a little different. It's like, okay, there's something I'm needing to look at. And I don't know what exactly what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, and you know, an interesting thing too, it's not so much about the dream world, but just this the psyche is that we we look to make meaning of things. Like we look to, you know, what is the meaning of my emotion? Like what am I feeling? Why am I feeling like I'm trying, I think I'm trying to put some kind of an intellectual meaning to something that may not have a meaning. It just may be like, this is what I'm feeling because it's in the ether. It's, it's everywhere. Yes. You know, the anxiety, yes. fear, yeah. the, the un- discomfort, the, you yeah. know, yeah. Right. The curiosity of what's going to happen, the anticipation of who knows what. I actually feel excited in a weird kind, not a weird, but I feel excited about the future. I feel like this there's always a cause and effect. Like this is going to change. We don't know when, we don't know how, but everything that's happening because it's just the way it's physics. Yes. You know, there's an ice age and then it melts. <laughs> and then there's not an ice age. I mean, it takes a million years, but you see the point. It's like, this is going to change. Something yeah. is going to happen. And hopefully it will be in our lifetime. We get to experience something. Oh something wonderful from I don't know if I share that hope (laughs) you don't share that hope I don't think I do but if it's something wonderful yeah that's what I mean that we when has it ever been wonderful huge climate changes well and I don't necessarily mean like la-di-da wonderful I just mean like maybe we get to see a different side of humanity Maybe okay. we can oh, oh, wonderful that way. pull together to like these young people. Oh God, I sound like a freaking old Alta Caca. <laughs> For those who don't know what that means, it's like old fart um, in Yiddish. <laughs> those young people. But seriously, the people who are the young, they're you know in their 20s or whatever, 30s even, but, but even the younger, they're so impassioned. They're so... Yes. In, they're so angry and they should be they have they have every right to be and they're really just kind of they're but out they there give me they're, hope they give me hope and i they really give do me hope because this is what happens it's something there's always going to be a development something yes. scientific something technological something spiritual it's always going to be like that so i yes. know i'm sounding a little pollyanna right now and i don't yes you are <laughs> I'm so not pollyanna but, but I, I have to have the hope otherwise might as well just they give me hope so much hope yeah yeah there 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 has to be and I think if we if we if we look at it on a very very global level like really pull you know almost like in a dream where you're leaving your body which I don't have yeah right yeah farther view lift up lift up lift up (laughs) and just the whole thing of it see the whole grand picture and yeah it's pretty sucky right now and it's pretty scary but it's going to change. Yeah, we may not that, see it. That's definitely true. I have to say what helped me with all this craziness, <laughs> this might sound really silly, <clears throat> but wearing, I still have my pussy hat from uh-huh. back in the days when all the women banded together and put on yeah. our, our pussy hats. And I, my, a friend of mine came over the other day and she was wearing hers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I so need to be wearing mine right now. Meaning not anything about Democrat against anybody, you know, not, not in any way meaning that. 
not in any way meaning against the former president, but just being like when when life is so crazy, we, we all need to band together. And that's what the hat was symbolizing for me. It's like the collective of, of you know, uh, getting things done for ourselves, our countries, our yes. globe. Exactly, that, exactly. Like really banding together. And I do, yeah, I, it just, it, it is that way right now. People are doing that. That d- it doesn't mean that things are good. Right, that's <laughs> or true. Or we can even see improvements we, because I don't think we do yet. The improvement, um, no. Yeah, but I think, it, and it's, it's kind of even deeper than that too. It's deeper than just, you know, it, it's, it's almost like the evolutionary consciousness um, that I think is also happening. And that's, that's a kind of, avenue of thought that is a little bit less solid in my own being but I but I I like it <laughs> you want to say more about that an avenue of consciousness that's beautiful what does it mean <laughs> what does it mean right what the hell um <laughs> yeah um let's see if I can find more words for that um waking up like waking up on a really deep spiritual level and i do i know what that means not really not intellectually um but i don't it's not an intellectual concept i think it's just something to feel into and like that expansion of consciousness like yes that that how we are how we have been even spiritually is this this one way or you know, there's many avenues for all of that, but just, you know, generally speaking, you know, and um, an expansion of consciousness is like something that we don't even know, like that we could be being asked on a spiritual level and a cosmological level to be, think, be, um, open ourselves up to something completely different on that level, on that spiritual level, on that psychic level. Well, that gives me so much hope, Ellen. Something that we haven't thought of yet. And yeah. I, it's been said in the spiritual communities, you know, that I sort of tap into, yes. you know, on, on social and all that. Now yes. And that that is what's happening, you know. Okay, love again, that. Again, like you and I both are pretty you know, Jewish intelligentsia in a certain way, I think, right? Where we just kind of, even though we're sort of in the, you know, the dreamy world here, but I, there is, it's hard for me to actually really, really get what that means, but I really, really want to. Yes. (laughs) I think it's a good step to imagine something. I love it. I mean, I haven't really even thought about, and of course I believe something, when when a dark time needs then a time of light, you know, I believe Indian yarn. That's exactly principles. what I'm saying. Is it? I think that's exactly what I'm saying, right? Like there was an ice age, and now there's not an ice. Like there's yeah. always okay, right? Yeah, there's always going to be something the opposite, and it takes many, 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 many long, long time, many years to yes. actually change to actually see like, oh, this is different. But it is like that. It's physics. It's just the way of nature. There's winter and yeah. then there's summer. There's darker than there's light. There's what are you, a climate denier? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> it's a, you're a climate denier. 
No, I mean, because then there's people that don't think humans are affecting any of this. Oh, it's just I, nothing to I do with age and then No, no, I, oh, I'm, I'm not totally saying, oh, joking. God, please don't let I hope nobody thinks that. I know. <laughs> My point is just that, yeah, we are definitely fucking it up and we need to do something and maybe it's too late. Maybe it's not, but you know, human beings are, are definitely the problem. Um, oh, yes. And my point is not that at all. It's just, it's yes. just, it's the much, much bigger picture of things. Yes. You know, things happen. I mean, we don't, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I was only joking because obviously I can see humans are doing something as well as the earth has her cycles. Um, yeah, and I'm not, that's not, and again, that isn't what I mean. Yes, the earth yeah. has cycles. It's more of a, it's like a physics or an energetic concept yes. or, a, or a nature concept that, that it, whatever the, whatever the, and yeah, and maybe this is incorrect, but whatever the cause, there's always going to be an effect one way or yes. the other. So whatever we're we're messing it up, yes. and there's be, there's a consequence. And then once we're down in that consequence of our messing shit up, yes. there's going to be something that turns around to maybe. What's so frustrating for me is that you know in the in the late '80s and early '90s, I, I worked for Greenpeace. You know, and and we were we had a styrofoam free um, office. You know, you couldn't bring your cup of coffee in the styrofoam cup. You know, it's just a, we we had that. I was in the peace movement. We went to the Nevada test site and processed nuclear weapons testing. And I think that we we saw even then when I guess we were more on the cutting edge, so to speak, just because then it became you know, a, a very different um, global consciousness about what we have to do for our planet. And so that uh, our climate can reflect, like, I don't know, not being too affected by CO2 we're burning or anything. So, um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a, um... There's a, um, you know, it's like, it's like we were ignorant. I mean, I don't think, yes, maybe some people willfully do fucked up things. You know, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to say that on the airwaves, but you know, to, in the world, yes. to, the, to, the, to the environment or whatever, you know, or just, or decide to be, you know, they just not, are not listening, but, you know, ignorance can be corrected. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the hope is that, you know, the more um, information people have about things, you know, the more they can change it. But again, yes. I, who knows? Yeah, it's, it's pretty messed up. And maybe that's my... That was thank my goodness. Too. I mean, I'm here I am like lamenting that the past, I don't know how many decades since the, the 90s, you know, since then. Um, and I can't believe only now are we realizing this. But on the other hand, it's like, thank God we're realizing this now, because in another 12 years, you know, what, you know, we could have used the previous 12 years for saving our planet. <laughs> so right. we we wasted all that time not knowing, but <laughs> yeah. And so, but now we know, and now we have to act yeah. on it. Yeah.
Yeah, and it, and it may be too late. We, we don't know, but- We don't know. You know, we just don't know. And I think that's that's the unconscious, you know, maybe like the 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 tsunami dream that i had you know the and and getting actually getting washed you know getting hit with it actually this time getting hit with it you know i don't know maybe it's just all of that it's just all that confusion and all of that not knowing and hoping you know i have to have hope um but you know i'd love to hear you say all this Because you're like a grounded person who, you know, in my, in my, you know, perception of you. So um, it's nice to hear your, your optimism. Yeah, I don't know if I, yeah, I mean, sometimes I wonder, (laughs) I do have, I do have a little, I have, it's just one of those things I feel like I have to have, otherwise I really would just not wake up in the morning, you know, I just, because it just would be. I mean, I think that is what keeps human beings going. I think so. Times like this, it's just we have to have some little tiny glimmer that something is going to be different yeah. one day. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is a lot of words, and what do I really feel? Yeah, I feel like anxious, and I feel so tired, and I feel like everyone else. I think you know, this is yeah. dream feels to me like a collective consciousness dream like we're all experiencing this you know wherever we live everybody's living in a place where there's too much rain and so much flooding or all these other things we've talked about um that this is happening globally so this is in a way our collective experience of it i think when um thailand had the tsunami in indonesia I think that many of us saw images of it, you know, on the TV or on the computer and um, kind of bled its way into our global consciousness. Yeah. As I said. Yeah. And it's interesting. I didn't see any images of it, but. Oh. I just didn't. Oh, I could, yeah. I don't have a TV and I don't watch news. Yes. You know, it's hard. You know, I get in the car and I listen to the radio, you know, I listen sure. to news radio and things like that bbc and whatever but um but i don't watch anything and i specifically don't because i think that i am so super super hypersensitive um and i think that's why i try to stay like it's not like i'm trying to stay pollyanna or positive but i have to find that in me otherwise i could go really dark i think so i don't watch those things because those images really um I know what exists. You know, it's not like I'm ignorant or right. I'm just like, and I'm not listening, you know. Yes. But um, yeah. I'd rather pay attention to the things that I I can actually control or not control, but um, well, maybe control, <laughs> you know, things that I can actually do, you know, for myself, for the people who are immediately around me. Yes. So anyway, I don't know what this dream meant, but it didn't feel good. I will say that <laughs> it didn't feel good. And maybe it's just that part of me that's like, stop being so Pollyanna and feel what's really going on. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're <laughs> courageous <laughs> enough. You're brave enough. <laughs> I'm brave enough. I can go there. Yeah. 
as long as we're in this kind of sadness, if I may, my dad's first yard site is coming up on January 4th. What is today? The third? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I, I just feel oh, so kind weird. of wrecked, you know? Yeah. I feel kind of run over. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say when we listen to the Mourner's Kaddish at the end of this podcast, we can also hold our global hurts, our, our woes. Yeah. Also in our hearts because we've lost so much, you know, so much. Yeah. Disasters. Yeah. I just want to say one one thing that I feel like I'm getting about the dream is that I think that in some ways I <clears throat> I feel I feel brave. Like I feel like I, I'm um what's the word like mutable. Like I can go with the flow, adjust, you know. But I worry so much about those that I love my siblings, you know, that they won't be able to, even though, why would I think that, you know, they will. But so I think that was part of it too, is that I worry about people that I love. I think so. Yeah. As, as um, resilient as I think I am. That rings true. Of course, we're more worried about the others that we can't, you know, rescue. Right. We have to, and I can't rescue them. That's that's an interesting thing. Is I couldn't rescue them. They, whatever. That's their journey. That was their journey. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Thank you. Quite a rich uh, image re in your dream. Really powerful. Thank you. And blessings to the spirit of your father. Well, beautiful. So now at the end of this podcast, it's going to be the Mourner's Cottage. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. I can just say it along with. Yeah, I would love to love to hear that right now. It would be nice. Well, then (laughs) I will edit. (laughs) And please be, you know, kind. I'm really not an editor. Anyone who watches our YouTube videos on the dream stream notice that I have I have a learn learner's curve. I'm still I haven't learned it yet, but I'm still plugging. I'll get it one of these days. Sounds good. Well, it's great to talk with you, Alan. Great to talk with you too. Okay. May Brendan's so, soul fly free and may he be at peace. Amen. so listeners thank you for joining us and um sharing our hurtness our hurt with with you we appreciate it helping us hold the the weight of it all and um i wish for everyone sweet dreams holomod metukin bye Hello, welcome to Dreamstream. We come with some sad news that our brother and fellow dream worker, 
has passed on and um, Brendan Merritt, and we want to say the Mourner's Kaddish for him. And this is our dear friend, Felisa. Yikadal, Yikadashame Rabbah, Yama Dibrahi Rute, Yam Lich Malhute, Becha Yechon Uv Yom Echon Uv Chaye, Dechol Beit Yisrael, Dechol Beit Yoshvetevel, Bagala Bagala Uvisman Kariv. Beimru, Amen. Yehishme Rabba Mevorach, Viola Mulalme Almaya. Yit Barak, Yit Barak, Vihishtabat, Vipar, Vietromam, Vietnase, Vietadar, Vietale, Vietalal, Shame de Kudisha, Leila, mean Kolbir Hatave, Shirata, Tush Behatave, Nehemata, Damiran, Vyama, Beimru. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Felisa. So more to come about this sad loss. <laughs> 